Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by MyFit Jeans and Beauty by Design, both fantastic products that I'll tell you about later. But right now, it's our time, you know? How are you? It's our time to chat. You tell me about you, I tell you about me. More it's that I tell you about me, but then you DM me or you email me and we talk. So feel free to DM me at Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N on Instagram or email me at info at rachelobriancomedy.com. And by the way, if this podcast resonates with you, you like the episode, or you just want to let me know you're listening, please tag me in your Insta story. I'll repost it. I love when you guys do that. It makes me really happy on your commute or while you're working out or cooking or something. I love it. So, you know, but back to you and I. It's like our little fireside chats here. Those are what um, Franklin Roosevelt used to do when he was president, old FDR. It's like a little informal conversation. Do you know, he, that's basically, I think he started like the first podcast. He's the first president that had a podcast, essentially, where he would address his peeps. He would every night, I don't know for how long, he would have these like somewhat informal conversations just updating us. kind of like that. Huh. Anyways, first podcast host was... FDR, you heard it here first. It's a fact. I'm trademarking it. So happy holidays. How you guys doing with the holidays? Happy holidays. I can never really remember Christmas songs, but I did read that Baby It's Cold Outside has been pulled from several radio stations and holiday playlists. I'm not sure what that means exactly, like probably Pandora or Spotify. But, and they pulled it because it's, because the whole hashtag Me Too movement, it's a little inappropriate. But like a year or two ago around Christmas, I had this point. I listened to the song and I was like, when you really think about it, that's kind of an inappropriate song. You know, there's lyrics like what's in this drink? Yes, she could be an aspiring mixologist and is curious if there's like some elder elderflower liqueur in there or something. I don't know. But she could also be a little sketched out. Like, did you put some lewds in here? You know? And then there's another one where he says, baby, don't hold out. It's like, it's a little, it's a pressured situation for her, I feel. And uh, I think it's kind of good that they pulled it. We're moving, guys, we're moving on from those days. It's not the days of, that was like written in the 40s or something. It's not that time anymore. We don't put up with crap, right? Can you hear you, ladies? Um, so, yeah. I'm excited for Christmas. I'm getting there. My landlord, she's adorable. I've talked about her on here before. She's Greek. She brings me Greek baked goods often. Um, sometimes I will just tell, and this has happened before, I was like, oh my gosh, I love your ring. And she's like, we'll take it off her. And she'll be like, you have it. It's better on you. And I'm like, I don't know. I just said it was pretty. And she'll just like give me gifts. She's awesome. Anyways, she has the whole courtyard decked out in Christmas regalia. It's absolutely beautiful starting to get excited. I don't have a tree up or anything. Or uh, if I could become a Jew, a Hanukkah bush, as they say. But I don't know. I'll probably just pop down to Palm Springs early and just experience it at my parents' house there. Um, so Thanksgiving started, kind of kick-started, like, you know, I like to eat. It's one of my things. And it really kind of kick-started me in a whole, like, you know what? It's the holidays. F it. And I was feeling a little bloated. Um, specifically on Sunday, it was the Vanderpump Rules premiere party where just like cast and crew and the producers and stuff. Like, it's just like a nice little party that we all have. And uh, I was getting ready for it. And I was like, oh, shit, this dress fit like a week ago. Like, and I, 
I basically was like to the point where I was like, I don't really want to go anymore. Like could have been the garlic shrimp tacos that I'd made earlier that was making my stomach feel extra bloated. But I was like, nothing I have is fitting properly. And so uh, I did go to the party and I just put this like pretty silk trench over it and, you know, just convinced everyone everything was fine. Um, But then I was like, "Ugh, I got to do something about this. So Monday rolls around and my mom and I are researching like cleanses and I'm like juice cleanse. No, it's not for me. So we were looking up like soup cleanses, right? Okay, awesome. So I decide to sign up for a soup cleanse. And my stuff arrived yesterday, which was Tuesday. So yesterday was my first day of said soup cleanse. Well, on the first day of the soup cleanse, so before anything, you know, before any bloatation had gone down because I'm, you know, starting to eat healthy for, well, three days for the soup cleanse. We'll see how well it goes. This is day two. Um, I got an email uh, from my agent saying I had an audition. Cool. Love auditions. Scrolled down, wardrobe attire, bikini. Hmm. Audition is that day. No preparation, no warning. You wear a bikini in between Thanksgiving and Christmas with no warning. That is not the time that I shine in a bikini. Frankly, I don't ever really shine in a bikini. It's not, I'm not, I'm not super confident. I mean, I'm like fine with it. Like it's average, but I'm not. You know, I'm not posting bikini pics often or ever, really. Um, so I'm like, really? Oh, bikini. Bikini audition. No warning. No warning. I'm just going to slap that on today on the week that I happen to be feeling terrible. No, this is fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. But I'm a professional. I'm a professional. So I do it and I go. Thankfully, they said you could wear shorts or they said athletic pants. But I was like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I put on some jean shorts high-waisted basically up to the bottom line of my my boob I was like as long as they can't see my stomach maybe maybe I can trick everyone so I put on my incredibly high-waisted Wrangler jean shorts and a sweatshirt (laughs) over that and I got my car and I drove to the audition drive to the audition I am paired up so because it was the the line it was two it was a commercial and there were two girls and each we each had our own lines I am paired up with someone that's, I don't know, let's call her 5'10", 100 pounds. I'm about 5'5". Five, five. My I haven't weighed myself in years, so I don't know, but let's just say nowhere near 100 pounds. Um, and and she's, just, she's thin, she's agile, she doesn't have a lot of like cleavage hanging out. I have a, I have a, an ample amount of cleavage, just a little bloated in general. Maybe the swimsuit top was the wrong choice. Who knows? But it didn't, it didn't really look like commercial friendly. And that wasn't trying to, that was just what happened. And so she's like, okay, do you want to rehearse before we go in? And I was like, totally let's do this because I, and she like takes her shirt off and then we're standing in front of a mirror in the audition room. And I'm like, Oh, I guess we're going bikini now. Okay. So we're standing in, front of, standing in front of a mirror, like, in the audition room. Like, had I not seen me standing next to her in front of the mirror before I went in, perhaps I would have felt a little bit different, and, like, I could have maybe blocked it out. But that visual was so glaringly obvious, and <laughs> she was, like, it, it felt like she was a foot taller than me, let's say maybe six inches, I don't know. Um, and 
just half the size of me. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. How do I get through this? And so we're reading the lines back and forth and I'm faking, you know, confidence and sassiness. And she was like, oh, by the way, you missed the explanation. Um, They told us we have to dance right when we come in. I was like, oh, oh, no, now I'm dancing, dancing in the, what is this, the man show? What are we, the juggy girls, whatever that was? Well, no problem for her because she didn't have big old boobs flopping around. So she's like, yeah, so I guess we have to dance before. And I was like, oh, yeah, yay. That's awesome. God, thank God. I'll get my energy up. That'll really get my juices flowing before we start. And so uh, so they call us in. We go in the room. And we slate our names, which is like you say your name. And then they, you go profile or whatever. And I know the casting director. Like, he knew my name right when I walked in because I'd been there many times. And And he always brings me in for, like, comedic stuff. He tried to bring me in for a Sexy Carl's Jr. commercial a long time ago, and I forgot I was supposed to be sexy and was really just focused on the fact that I hadn't had fast food in a long time. So I was just really enjoying the burger I was eating. Um, I also dropped a piece, because they were like, if you drop lettuce, just pick it up on your off your like chest or something and eat it. And I was like, totally. I happened to drop it on the floor disgusting but I was just like really in my head because I like all of a sudden I snapped into like oh be sexy so I like picked it up off the floor and ate it I was like I'm not getting this um anyways so back to this audition so I see him and he's like hey Rachel I'm like hey thanks for this and uh and then he asked her her name and then we said our names and you know take photos and then he's like he's like yeah for whatever reason these directors um they like everyone to dance at the beginning of the audition and I was like, awesome. And uh, first of all, he starts, and, and I'm just like starting to kind of dance. I'm like, no music. And he's like, no, we got music. So finally they put on music. And then I swear it went on for two minutes. It wasn't like, let's do 15 seconds of dancing just to see how you move and see if you're in shape or see if you're fun and happy or whatever. It went on for forever. He ne- they were like, feel free to dance with each other because you're best friends. You're in sync. And then maybe you're out of sync sometimes. And uh, it was a very difficult moment for me. Uh, I just, I had to grin and bear it. And this is, by the way, sober, sober dancing in a bikini. I don't, drunk dancing, I wouldn't dance in a bikini. I'm asked to sober dance in a bikini. We're dancing, dancing, I'm getting into it. I'm very like Pulp Fiction with my moves. And then, uh, so he stops the music after what seemed like an eternity. And then he was like, (laughs) hey. He was like, hey, Rach, just the, bo- the bottom of your swimsuit, the, bo- the top. And I was like, oh, my boob had fallen out the bottom. My boob had fallen out the bottom of the swimsuit. Not the whole boob. Let's just call it a solid half. I'm about a, I border on like a 34D, whatever. So let's just say the beep, the amount, the amount that fell out was the size of a B cup. Let's just call it that. All right. Came out the bottom, and I was like, I pulled it back in. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I was like, you asked me to dance in a bikini. And poor guy, like, he probably felt very awkward about that. But, yeah, not only am I short, heavier, my boob falls out. So then we get to the uh, the, the lines. And then I have to I have to muscle through doing these lines. It was fine. I'm sure I didn't look terrible, but it was... It was like someone asked me to light myself on fire is what that whole experience felt like. Let's hope that this casting director or the makers of this commercial don't listen to my podcast because if you do, God, I'd like to book that job and I promise I will go on a full week-long juice cleanse beforehand. 
um, would really could use could use the holiday money. But uh, you know, it's a, you can't win them all. Some some things, you know, some of us aren't meant to dance in bikinis. You know, we just have to accept that. That's part of life. Uh, so yeah, there you go. There's my there's my horrific audition story of the week. Um, I have a really fun podcast for you guys today. I have the super funny, super smart, super adorable girls of the It's Complicated podcast, which I just did a few weeks ago, and it was so fun. So you guys got to listen, listen to them on um, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, it's Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leone, and their podcast is basically they dive into the oh-so-complicated world of dating and relationships with funny anecdotes, opinions, guests, and games. And um, they just are trying to navigate their own experience and relationship status all while celebrating what they've learned with an adult beverage. So I always have like a fun drink on and I had some wine for them here. So it's super fun. We get into, you know, Jennifer is single. Lauren is in a relationship and, you know, how their their friendship is with that and, and the advice that the person in the relationship is giving the single girl and, you know, the world of this single girl when she's now finally ready to meet someone and you know how hard it is to go out on dates all the time and there's also so much we were talking about like there's so much like drinking involved like when you go on a date I mean obviously you can just like say you don't want to drink but like if you're trying and that's fine but if you do drink and whatever like if you're trying to like get out there and treat dating it's like, like it's your job and you're going on three or four dates a week like that's exhausting uh, you know, sometimes you want to stay home and do a soup cleanse. I just, you know, so we we just talk about like, you know, dating ups and downs and then really good advice. Lauren gives super good advice about how when she met her, her boyfriend, like they were kind of on, they were in different like tracks, different on a different pace a little bit. And she had to muscle up the confidence to, you know, check in with him and say what she needs and stuff. And, you know, it's a it's a really fun one. They're funny girls and uh, just a lighthearted one. And hopefully you learn something about dating and learn something about yourself. Uh, and before we do that, just as always, I would so appreciate if you guys would rate my podcast five stars and leave a good review on Apple Podcasts. It means so much and it really helps to keep it going. And, uh, you know, I love you guys. And again, if this podcast resonates with you, tag me on your Insta story at Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. Without further ado, give it up for Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leone. Oh, God, I always say it wrong. Lauren Leonelli. Hey. Lauren Leonelli. They're sharing a microphone, so I hope the sound is okay for my listeners. I think it will be. I'm sure it'll be just You guys great. are podcast pros. We're good at sharing, too, so. Yeah. Well, like I said in the intro, they are the host of the popular podcast, It's Complicated. And so I thought we would talk about things that are complicated to start. And I think that the best way after you've only had a sip of wine is just to ask you what's complicated in your life right now and how are you navigating it? Well, we'll start with me. <laughs> so um, this is Jen of Jen and Lauren. Um, so Saturday night I go to a holiday party. with the, There's like 600 people there and I don't go out that much anymore because I'm like it's not really worth it. 600 um, people is a large party. Right. And so I figured like strength in numbers and there's a really good chance one of those people might be my husband if I show up. Right. So I go. You never know. Mm -hmm. Got to put yourself exactly. out there. Right. That stress of you never know. So I put on my eyelashes. I put on my dress and my over the knee boots and I went. 
And so I get there and I'm like, I look great. People are telling me I look great. Everything is happening for me. I am back. <laughs> Hear me roar all the people. So I'm like bopping around, like seeing who's looking at me. And like, I realize not anyone is like, there's no people looking at me. And I was like really sad about this because there's really hot guys that are at this party and like some celebrities, if you will. But wait, though. So you're this is Lauren now, by the way, I'm I'm asking you because I actually don't know this story. And usually I know but I don't. So you're walking around this party and looking at people to see if they're looking at you. Yes, you're supposed to make eye contact with them, obviously, and they were not doing it back. So I was I really sad. I feel like sad. I hate when people look at me. Oh, it's my I favorite. This is what I'm thinking. She's like, why is no one looking at me? I would be like, thank God no one's looking I at me. I am a little the same way and also I think unaware because I don't, yeah, like I'm looking down or not at, yeah. 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 I'm actually I'm usually not aware when like guys are like checking me out or something. Like it's something like someone else will have to point out for me and I'm just like, oh, really? Well, that's because you're both in relationships. What do you know? It's a new one. Let's 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 use it loosely. Okay, fine. Loosely, <laughs> loose terms here. But so I was like looking around, and I'm like, let me lock eyes with some really attractive person that I'm seeing, and no one was looking back, and it was really sad for me. So I had were to they like busy talking to other people potentially, okay. but why were they not busy staring at me and falling in love? But if this is just like one portion of the party you're saying the whole entire however long you were there for like let's say three hours not one person looked at you longer know. hours than that i'm feeling friend. like she's exaggerating I'm no i was there and from 9 30 till 1 30 okay did you go to this party hours. yourself by yourself i know because there was 600 people there i, I know but you arrived by yourself um i came with two friends who were oh, a okay. couple and like joined forces with others there, mingled a lot, even latched onto some people. I was like, go introduce me to your friend. Let's make this a whole thing. Mm-hmm. All night I was working the room very poorly, clearly. So <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Maybe they're just distracted by the holidays or like they're drunk. Or maybe it's because I've priced myself out of Hollywood. Like I'm too old now to matter. And there was like young little like former gens running around. And they were really cute and like like hot people and then I was like oh okay I don't fit in this crowd I'm not Hollywood I'm like regular person now apparently no you're not you're very cute and you're also not old that is like depressing maybe I might be geriatric for Hollywood I think okay well here to make you feel better and 40 is not even old but my ex-boyfriend who I'm still very close with, he was like my college boyfriend, he is dating one of the this, uh, hottest girls I've ever seen who just turned 40, and he she's, so, and he's only like, what, 34, 30, whatever, 35, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. Like, doesn't matter. She's 40, but she's hot. And, yeah, and, but and, the keyword and is hot. Maybe I'm like... You are hot. Some little thing that was like, no. But why are you saying that you're not people were telling you you're not cute anymore their eyes were telling me by not <laughs> looking souls, at me their souls were staring at right. me with disgust like i know when someone's into me and by the way i did follow one particular guy around all night and he just wasn't having maybe it maybe it's okay? because you were following him and also i think this particular human is like an a-list actor and i'm not saying that you couldn't date that i'm just saying like those people are in on another planet. wait how do you know that it was an a-list because actor? i think i know because okay. i just know so let's just say, I mean, you know, it's great to shoot for the stars, Golden, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you like, got to be okay with landing on the moon. I don't know. That was a phrase I've I, been trying to make work for a while. 
<laughs> yeah. Lo, you know I said that on a podcast. I did hear you say that on one of your podcasts, <laughs> and I'm so confused by it because it doesn't really make sense, but it sounds cute, and you're like, what is that? Work. Great. No, I actually think this is a saying, and it might be because I don't know saying, so it yeah. really sounds good to me, but I think that's a saying. It's I like a it's, meme. It's like very like. I think it's shoot for the stars. Yeah. And if, if you don't reach it, then you'll land on the, maybe you'll land on the moon. Which is still Whatever. really cool. Still great. Right. People are still talking about when they did it in the 60s. Exactly. And right? it also might not have ever happened, really. So It, it was, did. I don't know, guys. Come and on. just like the Saturday night, I don't know if that ever really happened for me because I didn't come out of there successful. And I'm like, what? Do I not go out in Hollywood anymore? Should I go to the library now, and meet someone instead? Do you normally meet guys in the wild? Because I never really met people out in the wild I, when... I was single. I and maybe it's because I don't leave my house, other than to go to like comedy clubs or do I do anything low? I don't know. Not really. No. So that could be my problem. Well, but like I, I never met them out in the wild, so maybe that's just not what people do anymore. No, I used to meet people out in the wild all the time. In fact, Lauren likes to refer to me as Jen for president because I've dated most of everyone. And in fact, this room full of people, there were several I had dated. I had. But I can't date them Listen, now because I've been there already. When you've lived in L.A. this long and been single, it's bound to happen. You're going to date a lot of people, especially when you're trying. You're putting yourself out there. But now you're shooting I'm, for the stars. I'm on hiatus it, like forever. But out in the wild for you when you were former Jen that you're claiming you're seeing other little mini Jens running around this party, that you, if you were that person still, you would have probably attracted some dude because then what you were doing was just like sprinkling yourself around like a cute little fairy. Like you, right now you want things. <laughs> that are different that's a but now you want something different than former Jen and so you're putting a vibe out there of something attracting something different I think yes. do you feel like you're putting on a different vibe yes in what way because maybe my listeners maybe they need some advice on how to if they're trying to att- not that you you weren't successful that night but it doesn't mean that you aren't like if you want to attract something maybe more serious yeah, you know what, so what, what is, is that vibe that you're putting that's out? That's what it is. I successfully put out that vibe, and these people are just like, whatever, so they didn't bite the serious vibe. It's obviously Because that. you successfully weeded out people that weren't good options Right, then. and I am like, I want to have, like, real conversation, and obviously I wasn't, like, drinking a ton, and I was like... I don't know why that's obvious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You guys. you guys talk about your your podcast just being like two, two fun drunk girls. I was going to say, obviously not. <laughs> well, I was pacing myself. And also, guys, I've had a lot of alcohol in the recent days, and it's starting to make my blood feel weird. Yeah. Okay, and I had a physical this morning, and my doctor was like, so are you still drinking a couple glasses of alcohol weekly? And I was like, dating's hard, doctor. Stop Did you yelling. ever tell lie to him and say you drink a couple of glasses weekly? I told him that. Was that honest? A couple is relative. It could be <laughs> many or five, whatever. You know, use your imagination. My doctor, thank God, doesn't ask me that. But in the paperwork, you need a new doctor. My I don't doctor- think I ever really go for like regular physicals. Also, what? That's a thing you're supposed to do every year. I go to get like my thyroid checked oh, all the time. I just got my thyroid checked because I thought I had a fucking heart problem. This is complicated. Seriously, yeah. this is complicated. No. I thought I was having heart palpitations. This is so weird. <sighs> That's why you're thin because you think you had an overactive thyroid. I have no. the one that makes you fat, but okay. No, she said <laughs> hyperthyroid. Yeah, that's that- the good one. Oh, that's, that's the, the one that one. makes you skinny. I have hypo, which makes you fat and tired all the well, time. Well, you're not fat and tired, so it doesn't it look like there's a, a lot problem. of effort. <laughs> I honestly thought I was having heart palpitations. My doctor is so awesome. Do you know what she said to me? Huh. She goes, I'm going to give you an EKG because I feel like I should but I think you're just stressed out but I'm gonna prove that you are 
EKG was boring, she said. Told me I was stressed out. Do you know what she told me to do? Put my bare feet on the ground. Go outside and put your bare feet in the earth. She sounds fun, and I kind of like it. She's awesome. She's basically just saying ground yourself. She's like, like she's just not like, oh, go take this pill. Like, she's like awesome. Who is this lady? I like her a lot. in the valley, and I'll give you her info. Okay, I love that. Dr. Serena Sayana. Okay. Well, okay, do you... So I wanted to know, do you have advice, though, to, to put out this vibe for my listeners? Oh, of, like when you're ready for something vibe? serious and you are ready for something serious. Yes. yes? Okay. Very ready. Um, I think that the best thing to do is to practice being a high value human. Okay. Or, you know, really woman. But if you're listening and you're not that, then you should be high value, whatever you are. Um, and not settle for less. So like. I actually feel like I was looking at specific people, hoping they would look back at me, but not acknowledging the rest of the people. Okay. And then when I would talk to some people that could potentially just be like a fling kind of person, I would then talk about something serious or like lose interest in them quite quickly. Got it. So I think I had my head on straight-ish. Okay. For the most part, except Josh Dumel call me. Okay. That's really... (laughs) There's the A-list actor I was referring to. I think he's married. Keep up with the news. Oh, I don't keep up with pop Her culture. And he split over, I'm not sure what, but I went down a rabbit hole that same night and I found out she did not post a lot of pictures of him and I think there's an issue there or she deleted them and maybe he cheated. I heard he wasn't such a great guy. Oh, okay. oh, so there, oh I'm so sorry. There. I'm sorry, someone who's looking for something serious. Then that's blinded by his looks. It's not my fault, my eyes. That's what I'm saying. I think you are putting a, it's more... You're like, I'm not cute anymore. It's the opposite of that. Because you are cute. But it's the, it's the fact that you on a day. It wasn't just at this party that you were like putting this vibe out. You on a daily basis, you date regularly because you're trying to put yourself out there and be open to things. You constantly are telling the universe or whatever you want to call it that this is what you want. That's just a feeling that you everyone now gets from you. At this party, like those dudes that want to just have sex with some cute former gen that's 25 they're not looking at you like that because they know that's not what they're getting from you but and I that's would, a great thing i still want a fan like just even try like, you want like a, like a guy down. to be a fan okay yeah like why can't you just hit on me anyway just because what i'm looking for is not what you're looking for still be a fan i i mean that. you don't need that. i feel are, like that's a little sure? unfair you <laughs> have to be your own fan i am and i think that's what you were just saying you have to be someone of high value right <laughs> I'm trying to Meghan Markle my life because she really did a good job there. You guys do look a little alike. We talked about Thank this. Thank you. Yeah. I know. How, how long have you been single? Too long. Um, well, if you count that like mistake for four and a half months that I dated. Um, is that pesto? Uh, no, that was three dates. Um, this was the bad yeah. sex guy. Okay. For four and a half months. All right. That was a long time. So um, don't, don't count that guy. Just like. Okay. Yeah. It never happened. So then I was single for five years. Okay. It still am clearly. Do you. Dating though, like you'll date like for like that bad sex guy for like three months, or you'll go on like a handful of dates with somebody. It's not like you're not dating, but like serious, like more than six months. No, correct. Do you what do you feel is the reason for that? Oh. I'm like your therapist or your mom right now. Oh well, I like my therapist a lot. I like mm-hmm. my mom too, but like my therapist knows stuff. Um, so I would say I am especially picky now. Like mm-hmm. I can smell a red flag from like a bazillion miles away. Okay. And I just shut down immediately because I'm like, ooh, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck. What's it? Walks like a duck, talks like a duck. Duck. 
is a duck, I guess. I actually think I got that wrong, too. Cool. Well, then we're even. There you go. So um, I think that now I, I know what I want. In fact, I went on a date with a guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is actually quite funny. Last week or something? I don't know. My my therapist actually told me to date like it's my job. So she's like, do that. Just mm-hmm. do lots of that and, like, figure it out. So I go on, like, six dates in nine days at some point last week, two weeks ago. One of the dates. Hence the, go- the alcohol in your blood. That oh, dating hurts. is hard. It hurts so bad. Yeah, it's, it's, Help. Right? You have one while you're getting ready. Yeah. You're obviously having one on the yeah. date or two. Uh-huh. It's It adds up. Oh, yeah. No, I'm hurts. still drunk from last night. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, not. it's true. I had two. We had two sockies on a Sunday. I'm like, why? Two bottles. That's anyway. not that much. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> it, it's a lot after a lot of other alcohols. Okay. Keep your blood alcohol level at a like steady. Like a steady, yeah. Area. We don't want yeah. you getting into the don't shake let territory. It dip down to yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't so want you shaking. It hurts. It hurts, guys. <laughs> Anywho, so I go on this date with this guy who reminds me of Ben Stein from the Clear Eyes commercials. Okay. Not his face, but his personality. <laughs> Speaking of checked out, who actually checked me out and talked to me when I was by myself working on my computer at Rainbow Room during wow. lunch hours. Wait, that's a place you can work? Yeah, because they have no Wi Fi and there's often no one there during the day, so it's quiet. And oh. yeah, and so I, huh. yeah, Ben Stein gave me the little once over, and then he said something. I mean, I can't remember what it is now. Anyways, continue. He probably said Bueller. Or no, I actually think he told me I was pretty eyes. or something. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, but it was a little, it was a little hint of creepy. Well, obviously, because he's Ben Stein. But so this guy Looks totally like spoke in the cadence of Ben Stein and like about nothing. I don't even remember what he talked about because it was so freaking boring. But. So we part ways and go home. And the next day I get a text from him saying, hey, um, had fun with you. Would love to go out again. And I send back my usual breakup text, which is like, totally got friend vibes. I think you're great. Hope you can understand. Got to go. He writes me. I think totally got friend vibes is what you say to people. Oh, yeah. But like in a nicer, more eloquent way. I have them saved in my phone if you all need a version of this breakup text. So. I then I'm just gonna start selling them. Like people buy like presets for yeah, Lightroom like on Instagram. Yeah. It's yeah. a template. Yeah, yeah. I'll fill. It's like Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. So, um, I write him this whole thing. He writes me back. Wow, you pull the trigger quickly. And I was like, well, you know, when you know, you know. And I, I value your time and your effort and your money that you spent on me. And I don't want to waste your time. You should be spending it on finding the one, just like I will. And so he's like, well, I think your judgment is off. So then he proceeds to write me that same day saying, I noticed on Facebook that we have a mutual friend. How do you know this person? Like, why are you still talking to me? So I write back and then by, he doesn't write me anymore. Today he writes me, hey, so funny, but on Hinge, they thought today we would make the best match and sent us something that was like, you two are the most compatible. Ha ha. I didn't write back because like, this is sad. Oh, no. No, he said that they need to check their algorithm. Okay. I think just ignoring would be um, good. I'm going to ask you, since the microphone's in your hand. Yes. Do you think that that is almost, like, that's sad to me that that guy's putting in that much effort because she rejected him? Mm-hmm. Is that really a thing? Like, that almost the more mean you are to a guy, then, like, like the better they are? Like, it, had she been like, I had so much, or even if she sent the first text the next day, like, hey, it was really fun, would love to see you again, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably. He would have not been that intense. Why men love bitches is that whole thing, that umbrella that that theory falls under. Yeah. Um, I think that it's, I mean, we can all relate to a time in our lives where we were attracted to somebody and we couldn't really explain why. And then the less interested they seem, the more it it intrigued us. So Mm -hmm. I think people confuse that intrigue with 
like interest mm-hmm. in somebody. So I think that is like an actual real thing. This guy though, I in particular feel like he just is trying to win you over again because he thinks you pulled the trigger too soon and that you're like not your judgments off is what he's saying. So I think that's why he, I think that's why this specific situation is panning out that way. But which I know you find insulting. That like if he knew me at all he'd no 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 I meant it case closed bye yeah well he doesn't know you because it was like <laughs> bye, one day Alicia. but I That's think thing. do people say that anymore or no yeah they do oh. it's good um, I think though it is there psychologically is a real that is a real thing like when in anything it's like think about when you're shopping right you like see something in this you're like oh I think that's cute I'm gonna come back and maybe get it later mm-hmm. and then you come back and it's gone and you're like wait a minute wh- do, those jeans you had in the where are they and the yep. salesperson's like oh we sold out and you're like well that's because everyone else wants them well can you order them are they online like you it's a whole thing it I is think. true it is psychologically it's that you want like yeah something has to have value to you and it is kind of more interesting if you have to put in some effort. They say that with like, um, there was a, some dating thing I read once. There was a, they, they uh, compared it to little kids. If you just like give a little kid like a toy and like they, they play with it and probably like wreck it or whatever, then they're over it. You give them another one, whatever. But if you like, let's say this kid wants a specific toy and you're like, okay, but you have to get good grades for X amount of weeks before we'll get you the toy. They've done studies where that kid will cherish it, take care of it, uh, I don't know, treat it a lot better than if someone that just kind of just, oh, whatever, like if it's too easy for them. So if you, somebody makes you work for something, then you yeah. take better care of it, you try hard, so. you put more effort in. I mean, I think that makes sense, right? This goes back to the age-old rule of don't sleep with them too soon, guys. Yeah, that's Steve true. Steve Harvey says 90 days. While I what believe do you that that is do? eternity yeah. and really <laughs> unrealistic, unless you're living yeah, like how in often are you hanging the 20s out? and somebody's at war and not coming back until their tour is over, um, I, I don't know. Or it's a catfish and you'll never meet them because they're in Indiana and it's really a little old woman. Um, it's not realistic. But I would usually wait until either we're like not seeing other people. Yeah. Or good. like a five or six type of thing. Because truthfully. Five or six date. dates. Okay. Yeah. But like or not because I still feel like I don't really know that human. Like especially meeting on apps at this point unless mm-hmm. I meet through friends or it's somebody I always knew and now we're dating like. You're a perfect stranger, and you could totally Scott Peterson me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think waiting – I mean, I had sex with my boyfriend on the first date. See, I hear that stuff all the time. I was actually going to ask you how you met him, and was there, like, a hard-to-get situation, but clearly not totally. But, yes, though, things are are complicated. I think that – And here's her complicated As a rule – Waiting to have sex, if you're not comfortable doing it for whatever million reasons that may be, then wait. If you feel good in the moment doing it and that's what you want, then do it. I don't think it's going to always equal like waiting to have sex will equal this outcome or or having sex on the first date will equal this outcome. I think a lot of people like to try to attach. Well, that's because you slept with them too soon. Yeah. Like, uh, nah. I mean, it's sort of like if you're out on the street and some dude gets too close to you or something and you're like back up you're freaking me out right Mm -hmm. if that person's an actual murderer then they're not gonna back up and you're fucked anyway if they aren't they're gonna be like oh my god I'm so sorry so sorry like take care of yourself and other people's intentions will come 
out, I think. You know what I mean? So, I'm a little confused by that. No, so, I'm saying like, watch out for what you want. Pay attention to mm-hmm. what you want. Don't just say like, I'm going to do sleep with you or not sleep with you because this result's going to happen. Like that See, would be And lovely. I think that's also a little bit manipulative too. I think so. It's like and if I, think, I just hold out, yeah. then he'll love me. And then you're going to so be disappointed or whatever. And I don't think that it's not something to not pay attention to. I'm just saying it's not black and white. It's not always going to equal this end result. And I think you have to like be comfortable with doing what you what feels right for you at that time maybe in my 20s I wouldn't have and now I would I mean I don't know maybe you just want to take your pants off speaking of pants I have the hardest time finding jeans that fit me that are also comfortable and that won't see I always get that like do you ever get that when your thighs like in the back where they get that weird line thing if they're too tight yes that's the worst and then when they're like they dig into your sides they're just like jeans you know people say like jeans are so comfortable I don't think jeans are that comfortable that is until I found my fit jeans. Do you guys know what these are? No. What? Oh my God. They're amazing. They basically feel like yoga pants, except for they look like stylish high end jeans. They have like cute little pockets that make your butt look good, buttons, the whole deal, but they legit feel like yoga pants. They can for like you could gain 10 pounds and they would still fit exactly the same. That's the best part about it. I wore them on Thanksgiving and they proved to be very effective, but also very cute. And they come in three different colors. They come in dark wash, light wash, or black. They conform to every curve and they breathe and they move with you. And you can dress them up with boots or heels or dress them down with sneakers. They're super cute. And I have an offer for my listeners. My fit jeans are designed for all women, tall, short, size 2 to 20, and the style is great for any age. If you don't believe me, check out the photos on myfitjeans.com or on their Instagram and Facebook page. Everyone looks great in these jeans. I promise you, your butt will look amazing. I don't think I have that good of a butt, but I do in my fit jeans. Find your fit in one of two sizes. Size stunning fits regular sizes 2 to 12, and size gorgeous fits regular sizes 14 to 20. And they make a great gift because it's so easy to find the right fit. The special fabric called Flex Tech Denim stretches and conforms to every curb. And like I said, there are three different colors, dark wash, light wash, and black. And they have a 60-day free trial. So if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your jeans for a full refund and they'll cover the shipping. You guys are going to love MyFit Jeans. And right now they're offering my listeners an exclusive deal. Buy one pair, get 15% off. And if you buy two, the second pair is 50% off. Just go to MyFitJeans.com and enter code B here. Did you get all that? Go to MyFitJeans.com and enter code B here to get 15% off your first pair of MyFit Jeans. And if you buy two, you'll get 50% off the second pair. Just use code B here, B-E-H-E-R-E, for this unbelievable deal at MyFitJeans.com. Are you guys going to use it? I mean, I am thinking about it because I need stretchy jeans, and those sound perfect. They really are so comfortable. Also... One day I'll be pregnant. So that will work out because I won't have to get new jeans. And like when people are like, I'm going to go buy maternity jeans. I'm like, oh, that sounds like my worst nightmare. Yeah. It sounds gross and like weird. First, we have to find you that boyfriend that we're oh, working right. on right now. Yeah. Yeah. So your therapist tells you. So you were grabbing the mic before I did that. Um, what were you going to? Oh, I was actually going to talk about shopping because Lauren was equating like dating and like having something be hard to get to like you know, seeing something in a store you like and then like coming back for it and it's gone. Uh So I have anxiety now about that very thing happening. So I just buy things. Oh, with shopping. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I actually 
actually think I might want to start doing that with like boyfriends. Like I should start hoarding them and they can all think they're my boyfriend. I'll just collect them and then so, I'll do away with them as I please. <laughs> so I was I'll return them to where they came from. I was going to ask you, do you think you're being too picky? You say that you smell a red flag from a mile away, but do you think it's possible you're being too picky? No. In fact, I run it by my therapist. She tells me no. Okay. What do you think? I don't think, no. Picky is the wrong word. I think that with the many people that you're meeting and then with past experiences, which is normal, I think that in particular our conversation today about if somebody like, if there's one thing, there's a lot of great things about this one person, but there's one thing that might kind of turn you off. Mm -hmm. I get how you're like, I don't think that I want to date this person again, but there's all these other great things. And this thing that might turn you off could be a little superficial potentially. Not that you are. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying for all intents and purposes, it it could be a superficial thing or it could be fixed. Mm -hmm. I think that the go-to answer, which comes from like fear, like, Ooh, this bothered me before about somebody else. Totally legit and valid. Like try to like, it's not being picky, but I think, and this maybe not for this guy. I'm saying in general, this could uh-huh. be good advice. Try to let some another fear go from something else. Don't attach it to a new situation. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that this might be something that's important to you and might bother you and might end up making you two not work out. Or it could be an old wound you haven't healed yet. Or an old wound. You, and that could be very true. Or it could be a little of all of those things. But I think... It's not picky. I think you have to have standards, but just make sure you're, you you know that sometimes it's hard to tell if you're being picky or hard to tell if it's like a fear and just keep it in mind and then give yourself time to figure it out. Like maybe one date's not enough to figure out the difference between picky and fear. Okay. I like that. I agree with all the things she just said. Yeah. Also, here's a good example. <laughs> I agree, but. No, this is. It was an also not This is, um, what, what, yes and. Okay. This is a yes and here. So, you know, stuff. Um, so I go on a date. Uh, what is it? The night before Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. I like I'm leaving and I'm walking there and I text the guy. Hey, I'm walking into the place. He writes me back and he says, oh, I'm running late. Um, I'm going to get in an Uber. Um, so I'll see you soon or something like that. I write back because I know where he lives. And you were walking in on time and he did oh, not bother I was, to I lied. text you. I was already there. I wasn't walking in. I was there. And he bo- he did not bother to text you that he was running late beforehand. Exactly. Ooh, precisely so why we're getting to the point of me not being picky. Because it did run through my brain or I was like, oh, am I being one of those like girls that are like too staunch on like any one thing? And I'm like, he should have been here. And like that girl with that voice. Mm-hmm. Like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I'm, a I'm a princess. princess. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> we know her yes, and I am exactly. not her. <laughs> At least my therapist says I wasn't. I asked her and I did the whole thing. And she's like, no, you're not. So point is, I then say to him, knowing where he lives, which is I was in West Hollywood and he lives in Larchmont. So I'm like, that's no like short trip in an Uber. That's a longer trip. You're going to be sitting there for a half an hour waiting for him. Especially if he hasn't called it yet. So I then say to him to give him the benefit of the doubt. So what are you thinking? How many minutes are you running behind? He writes 10 to 15. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go because this is rude. You should have let me know in advance. He writes me back. Okay, understand. He didn't say, so sorry. Let me make it up to you. I really apologize. Your time is worth something to me. I'm going to make it better. I can't wait to see you stay. A lot of red flags here. So many. So I did leave and I went home and had a grand old time not with him. And I felt for the moment, like, am I being that girl? And then I was like, no, because this says so much about this person. Yeah. He had no consideration of my time. He clearly 
potentially could have forgotten about the date altogether. And I don't know if he's like making dating his actual job, but Mm -hmm. the whole treatment of the situation and to not even try and make it up to me, I was like, this guy is like missing a screw. There is something socially awkward about him. But I will say this also a girlfriend of mine who I was texting with, I sent her the screenshot of what I was like writing to this guy. And I was like, I just left because she'd asked me, we had lunch earlier that day. She's Mm -hmm. like, how's the date? I'm like, didn't happen. And this is why. So I sent her the screenshots because that's what we do. Technology. And she looks up his number because I didn't save him because it's what you do when you're not really dating someone yet. You could not even waste your space in your phone. She looks up his number and she writes me back. Oh, that guy. Well, she tells me everything about him because she just finds it on the Internet. And she's like, no, that was a good choice. He looks really boring. (laughs) What do you mean? She was able to find out information just by Googling his number? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was there uh, and not to expose him. But yeah, he he's just all there on the internet. What do you mean you can go, you can look what can you look up by finding someone's number? Uh you they it, it his name just to like social media so then you can oh. see things. Yeah. Or their LinkedIn. You didn't know his last name though? No. Like, didn't. Oh. She found out all this stuff and I was like, damn, how do you know fast open a business? No, I didn't ask. I was just like, Yeah, I'll come. You know why I'll tell what you. What app one. doesn't say their last name? Um uh no it, it was it was let me tell you i don't remember well, me, well i guess they do but bumble you can figure it out I th- it was bumble I think. but this is what happened originally we had a phone call like weeks and weeks ago and he was like i'm living in laguna my house is getting prepared i will be moving to the city at some point i forget about him because that call was very boring so then he reaches out to me on the saturday before this Wednesday that I was supposed to be seeing him. He's like, hey, I don't know if you're still single, but I'd really love to take you out. If you are, please tell me you're still single. And I'm like, wow, a fan. I guess I'll have to give this guy a chance. <laughs> well, yeah, you want to be with, on a date with me? I will. How could I deprive you of that? Yeah. You sought me out. I will. That would just be cruel. It's like make a wish. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. so I say yes, because obviously I cannot turn this man down. And then he doesn't even show up and I was like this is some twisted shit because it, he was into me more than I was it gets a little in. painful after a while would you say that d- the single life gets a little like uh, it gets a little painful oh every other like, day I'm a lesbian because I'm like I give up <laughs> like it's it's that's what draws the guys to you now you're playing hard to get every other day that's why you have so many fans I'm not playing I'm just hard to get I'm a lesbian <laughs> today she's a lesbian so how did you meet your boyfriend and how how quickly did you guys start dating after Uh, like well the sex happened fast date wise but I met my boyfriend through a friend that introduced us this friend if you guys are thinking about matchmaking out there has a great way to do it they were actually on our podcast it's complicated Noel he said to me a couple of times I've got a group of friends there's a guy I think you might like just next time I invite you out come out that's all I'm saying and Ooh, because that's a good low pressure way to do it. Low pressure yeah. because if you organically go, there's a group of three guys that he's with and you would go to the one that he was thinking, great, then he was right or whatever and then wackiness ensues. So <laughs> this was this was probably the second or third time he had done that. And James and I had met, the first time we met, it was just like I knew him and then we hung out a couple more times and I finally told my friend Noel like, oh, James? And he was like, yep. He just nodded. And James was in a spot where he was just getting out of a relationship. I was single for a while, so I was a little more ready. But um, we met through a friend. It was very organic. That whole process from like September when we first met to our first date in January, it was, that's how long I had known him and seen him out. Mm -hmm. And we had talked and texted and then worked out having a date that happened like very shortly after the first of the year. Um, 
a couple years ago. And was it phrased as a date when you guys yes. were just okay? He specifically said in a text, and I wish I still had it, like, I think you're smart and sexy and beautiful, and I would be stupid not to ask you out on a date. He made it very clear. Oh, and then that's the date, cute. it was cute. And the date was very like, he got an Uber to my house, let the Uber go, walked up to my, came up to my like 12th story apartment building, knocked on my door and said, are you ready? And then said, I'm going to call an Uber. He didn't make the Uber wait. He didn't make me come down. He Aww. like, wait, and then took me on the best first date I'd ever been on, recognizing it was the best first date, but I was still like, okay, I mean, he's cool, but like, mm, I, kn- I knew him for a while before, so maybe that's why I felt that comfortable. That is kind of helpful. Yeah, and that's maybe why I felt comfortable having sex with him on the first date, but listen, I maybe would have done it either way. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I knew him. You know yeah. what I mean? He wasn't a total stranger. Yeah, that doesn't seem that bad then, or that weird to me. Not that it, yeah, it shouldn't no. be weird at all, but like, you did know him, you, and he's I friends with your friend. Yeah. yeah, so, and then it, it was a slow process, and a little bit, his pace was a little slower than mine, just because of the position he was in mm-hmm. with his past relationship, and I got it, and trust me, the complex Complications came where there was times where like it was hard not to take it personal or uh-huh. you like, know like what like he would just there would become a time in our relationship where I would start to feel things like I would want to meet, meet his friends uh-huh. and it took him a little longer to want to get there because he also has a daughter so mm-hmm. there was like he was a little more guarded yeah and so it just I was like does he not really like me is there other things happening still like what is he not ready like all these you know not red flags but like thoughts in my mind like could this be not good because I really like this guy do I need to get up and walk away like if I did would he even like be like no don't do that so there were moments when I thought it was time for the relationship to take a transition that I had to take the driver's seat and it made me feel a little uncomfortable but I have to only just because I started to tell myself well does that mean he doesn't want it like Uh am I pressuring him to like maybe I should meet your friends now or maybe we should talk about like if we're exclusive Mm -hmm. or little things like that so how did you do these things I just so in case my listeners need to know like some tips on if they need to take the driver's seat how to do that without scaring someone well (laughs) right and and um I don't I didn't want to scare him Mm -hmm. but I had to go into it being like this is what I'm feeling right now it's like Mm -hmm. kind of causing me anxiety like I need to talk about it that Mm -hmm. was my that's and that's also like how I operate like if something bothers me I need to talk about it so for me it's like what's more important internalizing this and feeling it or talking about it and feeling it like Mm -hmm. I would rather just talk about it and know the answer yeah so yes you go into it being disarming don't blame somebody if you're feeling bad like take your own responsibility for your own insecurities or thoughts that you're having and approach it that way but it is a scary conversation regardless Mm -hmm. and you just have to like be like and kind of own it like this is what I'm feeling these are the things I want like let's talk about how you feel type mm-hmm. of a thing. And the conversations always ended well, but yeah, there was a poor, like and the worst a, thing they can do is say no, but at least you know the answer. Exactly. You well, have, it's way better than being in a relationship that was maybe never going to go anywhere, but you're just pretending and like, you know, pretending to yeah. be okay with certain things, even though you're not. Cause then you're just like wasting your time. I had to go into every conversation knowing that it was going to maybe give me an answer. I didn't want to hear, but I, to me always feel like, the answer that I don't want to hear, I'm always it's always in the back of my mind, like what's the worst thing that, that could happen? Mm-hmm. And so it's already there anyway. So I'm like, well, I, I would rather know than not know. So yeah. I have to go into this 
telling this person what I want or what I expect or what I need. And Mm -hmm. if it doesn't align, it doesn't align. It ended up always catching up. It's Mm -hmm. just that our paces were going at a different rate Mm -hmm. for a little bit. And then they ended up evening out. But it makes sense as to why. Like he was just at a different time and he has a different life and different baggage, if you will, which Mm -hmm. I get. So girls, I hate to say it, but we're all getting older. It pains me to say it, actually. But we can't kid ourselves. And I don't know about you, but I want to have really good skin. And it's more than just drinking enough water and getting enough sleep. You have to have a good skincare routine. But the problem is there's so many products out there, and it's hard to know what to get. But I found the perfect personalized skincare solution. It's called Beauty by Design. And here's how it works. You take a quick skin survey, then you snap a selfie, and you send it to an esthetician who curates a personalized skincare routine specifically for you, your skin, and your concerns. True personalization. So I sent her a photo. She responded immediately, gave me a skin analyzation of what she thought I needed, and then asked me, what are you most concerned about? And for me, it's the smile lines around my eyes. So then she built a skincare routine specifically for me and my budget. I have a heavier eye cream that I really like that I put on every night and I feel really good about. You get unlimited expert guidance from a licensed esthetician. You you can text her with questions anytime. It's like having your own skin concierge. Beauty by Design offers over 100 cleansers, moisturizers, serums, eye creams, and more formulated with over 250 organic performance ingredients. Beauty by Design products are vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and made with no synthetic fragrances or hormone disruptors. You can order products if and whenever you want to. There's no subscription, no obligation, and no risk. You're only risking not having good skin by not signing up for Beauty by Design. Shipping and returns are free, and Beauty by Design offers personalized skincare at budget-friendly price points. So, When matching you to your product, estheticians will always take your budget into consideration, which is amazing. And I have an offer for my listeners. You guys have to get on board with this. Go to beautybydesign.com slash be here and use promo code be here today to get 20% off if you're a first time customer. So that's beautybydesign.com slash be here and use promo code be here today to get 20% off for first time customers. Trust me, you will not regret it. It all ended up working out, but meeting through a friend was a great thing. Yeah. Being out in the wild is hard sometimes, like you guys were talking about before. Yeah. So it always helps to like have a connection through a friend, I think. I'm in the market for new friends that want to introduce me to people. <gasps> oh. What about me? You, are you trying to tell me that you don't want to be my friend anymore? When was the last time you set me up with someone? Okay, this happens all the time. Rachel, honestly, <laughs> I'll be at the gym. It's fucking scary i'm at the gym and i'm like that guy's cute it happened on uh, saturday this is not helping your case unless you pull the trigger no it was sunday i lied it was even sooner closer to today (laughs) i saw a cute guy and i was like i feel like jen golden i mean i'm like i think he's cute like when i'm shopping it's a stranger yeah you're gonna go up but i that is weird you're gonna go up to a stranger and be like like, hey are you single what's he could be a serial killer just because you thought he was cute in a store no, he's in her gym where normal people go no, regularly because they can be found. Jen, no. anyway, but I think about you it. You don't go up to a stranger and be like, I think you would, my friend would like you. I, the th- if you were Jewish, you would do it. It's the thought, <laughs> it's the thought that counts. I'm constantly like, 
I should go ask that guy if he's single and then show him her picture. And like, it's kind of like a dating app, but in real life. But then I get so scared because I'm like, I have to do the, t- like, I, it's not for me. It's mm-hmm. not about the rejection. Actually, people are like, oh, men are, it's so hard for men to approach you because they don't want to get rejected. It's not about that. I'm not going to get rejected. and I'm still just as scared. We need to work on that with you. We can practice Actually, it if you want. That I is how I, I set up um, uh, my friend Jacqueline and her boyfriend, Tommy. It was uh, our friend. You set them up? Yeah. They, Stop it. They, I've known Tommy forever. He's such a nice guy. Um, I was, uh, Jim Jeffries was doing, what was he doing? At midnight, yes. I think, or whatever. And uh, I had a friend in town and we just went to go like watch it and hang out with him. He's and a you're like Italian East Coast, Italian East yeah, Coast, and bada then, bing. Well, <laughs> what's funny though is he actually, his last name is, uh, Jacqueline has one side of her family. The last name is Caprio. So anyways, he's, he's, was, he's Jim's producer too. So anyways, he was hanging out with us and he said his name and he's from Jersey. And I was like, I think that you would love my friend and showed him a photo and that's how it started. And of course he's going to love her. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, what? Did you not hear the lesson in I, But she knows Tommy. He's not a stranger well, at the gym. Yeah, he wasn't. A, I mean, I only had known him for about an hour that day, Maybe but... You but could work out next to somebody and then be like, oh, now that we... Do you know how many day. times... Excuse me. Do you know how many times I'm at... This happens also all the time, too. I actually have done this. No, I have done this before. Wait, and you, they say no? They don't want to meet me? Jen, uh, a couple times you'd already dated the dude, so how about that one? <laughs> Don't stop a good thing. You're onto something. You have good intuition. Um, I trust me. I do it all the time. And I just look at my boyfriend and go, Jen Golden? He goes, yeah, maybe. Like, I'm always trying to do it. He can vouch for me. Okay, I have a question, Jen. Yes. Do you ever, do you feel like it is harder to meet someone when you have dated enough people in the city that maybe they would know each other or maybe, like. No. I think about that sometimes where I try not to, like, date someone that could even possibly be in the same friend group because I'm like oh it's gonna ruin or no I'll tell you why time and space I'm totally fine because you're fine or do you but do you think that they care or no? oh I have no interest in what they care about okay oh no that's not my problem this is all about me so um in for instance this just came up actually a girl that I know says to me hey it's my goal in life to get you a Jewish husband I'm like it's not my goal I have just set up my Christmas tree so she's like it's fine if it's up to me I'm gonna get you a Jewish one so I'm like okay fine so she's like I have three options here they are and I'm like okay she sends me the first one I'm like I know him (laughs) oh my god so she's like and did you like him um so I actually dated his friend I on five dates five years ago Okay. And now he's my like that's Botox a, that's enough time. person, so yeah. he provides me with Botox. I don't think he'd care if I dated his friend. Okay. At the party that you were just at with six hundred people, you were talking to your ex boyfriend's ex girlfriend and her new husband. Like time and space is a real thing. Yeah. And I think that also you that I I don't love girls that put sink their claws into somebody like ownership style I get there are some boundaries of course but like I even have a girlfriend that we all know here that Mm -hmm. we were talking about the animal rescuer girlfriend she dated this guy in our circle of friends it didn't work out and then he and not shortly thereafter but a long enough after when it took me out on a couple dates and she was like oh my god I do not care go ahead like yeah it's not that's what being an adult is it's not a radiating insecurity of like I was rejected and now what does that say about me it's like don't project all that crazy Yes, to, so to do that. I think stuff like that is 
okay to, I mean, if you're like married to somebody and then divorced, like there's, you know, I get it. But yes, the, with the dating pool and stuff, like I'd gone on a date with this person or maybe it's the same circle. Like I think at a certain age, you have to just recognize like, and if you've lived in LA long enough, you're bound to have a million. Th- you, it, there's going to be so many connections. Always no crossover. Oh my just God. Just look at Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I, t- uh, yes, exactly. Look Very how good much example. they forgive and forget. <laughs> well, it's listen, it happens and yeah. you got to just get over it. Not take it personally. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're all going to go to Brittany and Jax's wedding and half of us have dated. <laughs> like, Did you who cared? Yes. What? Oh. That's a, I, I'm not proud of it. I was a kid. That's okay. It happens. And yeah. also, especially when you're younger, like wackiness ensues, like Lauren says. But yeah. also, so Stassi's boyfriend, Bo, is actually former neighbors with my ex-boyfriend, which is how I know Bo. Really? Yes. So I was in a terrible relationship for two and a half years. But, is that your last one? Uh, yeah, that was five years ago. It was mm-hmm. lovely. But I'm friends with him now-ish because he married one of my best friend's brothers, and that's a whole other story. And the ex Sorry, is wait, his wait, ex. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. He- he married one of your friends? No, his now? brother married one of my best friends. Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. so now okay. he's like there they're forever. forever. He also just had a baby. It's a whole They're forever entangled. He had a baby? It was born on Friday. Shut your... Wow. Anyway, they're forever entangled. Got it. And his baby mama is a Scientologist. I just thought I should add that to, to the public now. Cool. I okay. like it. I like but anyway, it. so I got Bo out of that relationship, and that was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. 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 So I... I get See? to keep him. That's oh, and cool. I also did make out with one of his friends after, which didn't work out because the friend was scared. Of the ex? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. Do yes. I know who That's this right. ex-boyfriend yes. is? Yes. I do? Uh, no, the ex-boyfriend, no. Which one? Oh. Oh, you offline. You'll offline. tell me later. Okay, okay, okay. Too good. Okay, so I guess. See how we all know each other. It's such a small world here. So we basically all made out in this room here. Because we dated all of the people. And so <laughs> it makes sense because you're a lesbian now. Oh, true. Yeah. true. There you go. So. So I guess we got to what was complicated for you. We didn't. Ha- well, I guess your relationship when it first started was technically complicated. It's always complicated. And it, it still is. No, no, no. How I long mean, have you guys been dating? Yeah. Like for almost three years. But it is because you still have to adjust. And this person has their own child and stuff and all the things. Yeah. Yes. There are Relationships moments. are complicated the entire you time. You can't even schedule anything without talking to 10 people. Dude. I, her birthday party. Bought tickets to go to her birthday party. Now it's like, wait a minute. There's a child involved. There's a trip that might have to happen. There's 14 schedules to work with. Like, if it was my preference, I would be like, we're not going because I want to go to this party. But there's other lives to consider. And mm-hmm. it, it's fine. I'm just, it, there are always areas of complication when kids get involved. It's And not in a bad way, but it just adds another layer or texture to the relationship. Did you can cons- modern family. Like, there's, like, a baby mama who yeah. has her own life, too. Who is friends I her and I are friends okay. and it's all that's all fine did you ever consider not dating him because he had a kid nope nope was no. that something that you never thought you would care about or is it because of him that you were like I'm gonna look past this I not that it's a bad no, thing no no I know what you're saying because it adds a different texture like yeah. I like to say um no I think there was a time in my life where I may have thought is that what it's going to be for me? Mm-hmm. Like a question, but meeting him and knowing right away he had a child, it wasn't a thought in my mind. I think it came with maturity and age. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't 22 when I met him. Yeah. And I also nannied for like 15 years. So if kid is not like a foreign scary thing for, I can understand how that might feel intimidating. Most mm-hmm. women would actually be fine with it. You just maybe don't know. Yeah. But you, you, most of you guys would all be okay with it. He's a great dude, but yeah, no, I did. It just wasn't a thing for me. I was like, like, oh okay that's good yeah yeah I don't think it would 
bother me if I really liked the person? Would I necessarily cho- choose to go out with someone if I knew that beforehand? Would I seek that out? Probably not. But I, w- I think there was a time in my life where I thought that. Like, is that, if I knew that, is that what I'm going to go for? I think I questioned it. I couldn't say, am I or am I not? But I thought to myself, would I? Mm-hmm. If it presented itself to you, I think you would be surprised what you might really yeah pick. I'm sure I'm sure I would be fine with yeah. it but point being like if I saw like if I saw someone on a dating app and they usually do say like on Raya or whatever like yes the girl in the photo is my kid or the whatever the person in the photo or the kid in the photo is mine or that's mm-hmm. my niece or something mm-hmm. I don't often do the yes when it comes to the, the, the kid part because I'm like eh, which might okay. be a bad thing listen I don't hold on I will say this I if you have any hesitation there's something in there maybe figure that out or yeah. pay attention to that but I will say this a man who is a good father or yeah. has a child and that responsibility, their actions and how they take care of that other human could be good, could be bad, is a yeah. very, very, very good example of like how they're going to love you, yeah, how that's they're going to treat it. Yeah, yeah. So th- to keep that in be- mind. I think because it's on a dating app though. Like if I met someone like through a friend who I already even really like, but because dating apps are like a video game where you're just like, yes, no, yes, no. It's like, you know, I will say this after having dated one for four and a half months, I thought it was really cute and attractive going in, but then it is a tough pill to swallow when you literally come last Mm -hmm. because there is the ex-wife potentially like what I had to deal with. So there Mm -hmm. was like, again, so many schedules that were priority over me and I had to like insert myself into these lives that existed and didn't get and to I wasn't participate to, with the kid and no, the ex-wife not yet, no because not yet. the kid I wasn't allowed to meet for six months because that's just like a stipulation of their divorce I think that's great which I actually think good, that's great it's responsible yeah. you don't want to just like flim flam around and bring people into this child's life yeah. there's a four-year-old they're not going to get it so I had to take like fourth priority in the list of things yeah there was also a dog with separation anxiety but that's a whole other story so like honestly even dogs are difficult when you're dating someone because that means they can never stay at your house. I mean, that is an actual real thing. It's responsibility yeah. that now you don't get to just like do what you want when you want to. It's mm-hmm. kind of like contact lenses. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to sleep somewhere, you have to be prepared and bring your contact lens case with your solution. Yeah. <sighs> I think another life suck. is going to add responsibilities and layers, but a child, a human is a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. And you do, I will say this, ladies or men you have to be okay with not being first ever yeah and what I tell myself is is that when I have a child with him our children have to come first too I don't I'm not saying your really love romantic relationship can be ignored that's not what I'm saying I'm saying yeah if our child need to be picked up from school and we were supposed to be doing something because they're sick or whatever you better run over to school and get the kid yeah like you want them to it's a good thing yeah to come second you have to oh I agree I would and I would never want I would never be one of those awful girls that's like yeah getting pissed if he's like paying attention to his kid not me I would never do that it happens really it happens because there may be other people that weren't okay with that at some time in their lives but (laughs) I'm just saying yeah that's okay that's not what you want then yeah but you just be okay. Do know that going into dating mm-hmm. someone with a child, you have to be okay with being second. Okay. Sometimes it does feel like a hard pill to swallow, but you have to keep the end game in sight. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap it up, but I want to hear, and we didn't even do the list of, but I like what we talked about. I had a list of things I was going to ask you guys, but I liked where we went with it. I, liked I started it with what's complicated and it really went into well, some 
that's because it's complicated <laughs> because life is effing complicated. Uh, but since we've been talking about dating, what is your best piece of advice you could give for someone? Uh, let me think. I'm going to give you two different ones. So it's not just like best piece of advice for someone. This is yours going to be best piece of ad- No, actually, I'm giving it to you because oh you probably were single for a while before okay. you got with your yes, boyfriend. Yes, I was. I was. So best piece of advice you would give for someone who has been single for a while, how to attract the right person or even how to then get back in the wheels of like, oh, now I'm with someone and they're in my life or whatever. How to attract somebody well, is gonna counter. Go. No, no. I'm going to say it's counterintuitive to what you think it would be. If you want to attract somebody, mm-hmm. it, it's not to say it's being single equals failure. That could be a choice. Being single is fun. That is it's the It's very point. fun. So when you are single, enjoy being single. Think about the things you love I about love having that. to only be responsible for you. Not that it's to say it's not fun to have a joint partnership with someone else. Pay attention to the things you love about what it means to be on your own. Mm-hmm. Inevitably then... You will attract somebody. It is totally how it works. It is Murphy's Law or whatever that thing is. That's what I say. Have fun being single, being you, being whatever that means to you, being alone, being solo, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Like enjoy those moments because trust me, there are times I love my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He is like it. He is the one. It is that's done deal. But trust me, sometimes when like he's like, I'm not I'm out tonight or whatever. And I'm like, yes, by myself on Mm -hmm. the couch watching The Housewives or Vanderpump Rules or whatever. (laughs) I'm like, thank God. Feels like the good old single days. Mm -hmm. See? Uh, I actually like, like being it. single. I liked it too. And and the moment I said to my mom, I remember, I really, I want a boyfriend. I do. Mm-hmm. I would love that. But I really am having fun right now being single. Like a month later, it happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's my advice. Just enjoy what's happening for you in the moment. If that's being single, be single and enjoy it. Okay. All right. Now I got to think of yours. What's your best piece of advice for someone who is single how to how to keep motivated to keep going on dates and stuff and not just like get to the point where you're just like staying at home because I was pretty yeah I was pretty good at like going out and going on dates but then I would go through periods where I was just like nah not into it at all whatsoever like I would even when I would go out it was like I had a please don't speak to me look on my face so because you 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 express that you want fans and you're <laughs> yes I want all the eyes on me yeah. hello I wore gold How, that night I wore gold oh, okay beautiful. I love gold it's my I color. know it's it was like color. everyone wears black if they don't want to be looked at because they're just blending in yeah I wore gold and it was that a red that's great on your skin tone thank you it was really lovely so what is your best piece of advice to not get in that rut of just like nah, I'm gonna stay home drink a bottle of wine by myself and eat. A block of cheese. Why can't I do that also? You can. Okay, because I do that sometimes with with my dog. Mm -hmm. And I watch a lot of Hallmark. So I think 
if it's a priority, you have to remember that it is a numbers game because you are going to have to like kiss a lot of frogs. Mm -hmm. Some of them are going to be bad kissers. And then you just keep on trucking because if you want something, you have to work at it. It's Mm -hmm. like anything else in your life you have to work at and like not where you're forcing it because that's just where you go wrong and like you settle and it's like the 50s and you have a companion. But it's more (laughs) like you really just keep on going because one day your prince will come. I love that. And he'll show up on time. Do you have to actively, like, keep yourself in that mindset? Or are you just like, he'll come, I'm good? Like, meaning, like, do you have to be like, no, you got to go on this date. You have to get on the back on the app or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I have a talk with myself every day, <laughs> every single day. I'm like, you slap on some mascara. You do this. Yeah. You put on your cute outfit. You go out there. <laughs> Even if you're just going to the grocery store. Right. And, like, cute. The, de- the night I had that I was supposed to meet that guy before Thanksgiving I did not want to go but Mm -hmm. I was like you know what I've heard a lot of stories from other people that are now in successful relationships Mm -hmm. that they didn't want to go on those dates but they're they also had no expectation which was really the Mm -hmm. helpful part so if we're gonna take one nugget out of this long-winded speech I just gave it's to not have expectations because you might go out with somebody you weren't excited about but they might be your person yeah so just keep going because I mean don't like go willy-nilly like where you have no standards and you have no filter yeah but like go out with people you would choose from and then like filter that pool down Mm -hmm. don't confuse no expectations with low standards and if you do need to recharge and not go out don't Stay home and drink the bottle of wine and eat the cheese by yourself. That's and you're right. okay. Sometimes to that do is sometimes. helpful to like get a perspective too, because I would yes. oftentimes like go on several dates a week, and then I would not really even be able to tell who I liked, and then they would all sort of blend together, and I'd be like, eh. Right. Well, yeah. I do think you do. I'm a big believer in balance, so I also am really good at time management. So mm-hmm. I give myself certain nights of the week that are my stay-at-home nights, mm-hmm. and like even in relationships, I do this. Like, yeah. I do too, actually. If I have seven nights a week, mm -hmm. I will not spend more than half the week at your place or my place together. Wait Mm -hmm. till you move in with somebody. Well, yeah, that's different. Then we have separate plans some nights too because balance and stuff, we're still individuals in a partnership, but Mm -hmm. we still have to have the things that fill us up. And it's not just the other person because sometimes they're annoying. Yes. Well, tell everyone where they can find you guys. You can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social media platforms and most dating applications. And your your, your name is missing an N, right? It's missing it. And don't okay. add an F just because it's missing an N. It's not how yeah. it works. Just That's just, not the balance she's looking for. Yeah. One N, one F, everyone. Yep. Like Netflix, some guy told me. <laughs> oh, my God. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social medias. And you can follow us at Complicated Show on all the social media platforms. And we are... Uh,